0: Hi, I'm Zach, and I'm Danny, and this is Welcome to Undergrad, where two college seniors, that's us, tell you all the tips and tricks veteran students picked up throughout their college careers, so if you're stressed out about college,
1: or don't even know where to begin, relax, buckle in, and welcome Welcome to to undergrad. undergrad.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of... Welcome to undergrad, I didn't say it. If if you're new to the show, uh, then I I get it right every time. I'm Zachary Smith, going to be your host. And in the studio with me, we got uh, Danny Mudvari and a special guest, Wesley Feemster.
2: Hi. (laughs) just
0: here to talk about uh, double majors here, and that's kind of going to be what the show is revolving around today.
2: I love doing the double major aspect. As a freshman, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I started off in Corpus Christi and I ended up moving back here and took some basics at TCC, that kind of thing. And then I started at UTA and I went into broadcast and I loved it. But, you know, it being one of the more unreliable (laughs) majors when you get out of school uh, made me a little weary. So I talked to one of my professors because I feel like we had had a discussion or something about double majors. And so I had asked him, you know, like, what would be better having more of a niche and like being more specified and like what you can do and that sort of thing, or having like more of a broader scope and having a bunch of different like skill sets that you can apply out in the workforce. And he said, broader scope for sure. So I went and I talked to my advisor, you know, you have like this whole list when you look at your degree plan of all the classes and stuff you need to take. And they showed me that like, if you look there, a lot of the classes correlate. And so he told me, you know, you'd only have to take 12 more hours on top of your hours already to graduate and I was like okay it only puts me a semester behind so not too shabby if I'm getting a double degree
0: (laughs) I think you said that you were a double major for uh, public relations and broadcast right
2: and I'm also working to get my digital media certification
0: because UTA does offer multiple certifications and some of uh some of your classes that you take could uh could kind of overlap there when you said like part of the reason why you kind of really dug into double major is because broadcast is uncertain now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's competitive. It's competitive. It's competitive. Yeah, It's true. true.
2: To <laughs> me was you sign these things called non-competes, and that means that you know if you were to get fired or if something terrible were to happen, then you wouldn't be able to compete in the same DFW area. You'd have to go to Austin, Houston, or something like that. It's not ideal for me, <laughs> and so you know, and I did. I do love broadcast and. It is a great outlet for you to be creative and for you to kind of put your own spin on things. And I I think that it's really awesome. And so my thought process was, OK, like, what can I put in my wheelhouse that will make me less expendable?
1: As she said, that's one of the great things about the comm department at UTA is that a lot of the classes overlap between the majors. So it, it applies perfectly. I, I was actually in some, uh, some uh, kind of a similar situation. I wanted to do a double major between broadcast and advertising. It's just a choice that you have to make uh, kind of thing. It's like you want more, a couple more hours to get a double major that could benefit your life, or do you want to graduate early and start working on the workforce and all this stuff? There's not a lot of trading. You just have to explore your options.
0: And there's not one right answer. And I think exactly. that's what yeah. we're going to end up here as a consensus by the end of the show here is that there is not one right answer, not one correct college path. It depends on the individual. And so really we're just trying to get you as many perspectives as possible. It's the saying in Spanish, there's lots of paths to Rome.
2: I think it's really good too because you know, like you said you had tried the double major and you'd realize this isn't for me. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Which I think is more certainty that you're in the correct. Major. You know, whereas me, I was super uncertain. And you know, I start taking all these PR classes and I'm like, oh my gosh. I love this. Like, this is so fun. Like in, you know, I see all these ways that I can apply this to broadcast and broadcast to PR and wow, like all these things like connect and all that kind of stuff. And it was just really cool to like make those connections and see them in class and see my other classes correlate. Like I was telling you Zach earlier that, you know, I was in my PR class and I was freaking out cause we had this big exam. I hadn't looked at it, you know, don't do that. But like, <laughs> um, I hadn't looked at it or whatever. And I look at this, uh, the review, and it's over intro to broadcast stuff. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) I don't even have to study. You know what I mean? So not that that's a beneficiary to (laughs) taking exams and that sort of thing. But it is nice that a lot of it does overlap. And I do think that a lot of it does come into play in the real world. And you are making these connections and that sort of thing. And when you do decide what you want
1: to do, I'm actually taking a PR class right now, and it was funny because there's a lot of broadcast majors in that PR class. It's a social media class. So it was funny when she said this portion of the of the of the class is going to be really hard because it's a lot of content creation and it's a lot of video editing. It's a lot of graphic was it design. For the
2: mimic?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's that that's what I do. That's what we do. <laughs> so, it's, so it's funny how good it overlapped and how well it served my um my broadcast career it's a great opportunity for you to go out into different classes even if you're not taking a double major if yeah. you just go out and explore different classes you need electives anyway
0: yeah but if you're terrible at social media like me uh the <laughs> class can be extremely helpful it took him two weeks to respond to my request or on instagram <laughs> i think
2: it was Yeah. Like... <laughs>
0: I'm, Cold.
2: Uh, well, i mean
0: to be fair i had an open instagram at that point in like five weeks so uh, but really, if, if you're lost and you have no idea what we're talking about with this social media class, there's a class offered at UTA. And then as part of the curriculum for the class, you get like a fake social media account that you choose how to spend advertising dollars to. Mm-hmm. But just to finish up the circle, bring it all back to our original point. All of these majors have a, at least something in common. And you get classes like this social media class that kind of bring multiple skills together. And that's really the foundation for double majors. <laughs> coming out of high school, declaring a major like right then and there—it's—it's it's very difficult to do and get it right the first time. You have to kind of really know what you want. Yeah. Uh, we we talked about that before. Like instead of maybe throwing a dart at a major board, maybe like decide if you at least want a bachelor of science or a bachelor of arts, and then throw yeah. the dart at the one you decide. But yeah, c- declaring your major outside like coming out of high school—it's kind of crazy. But that being said. How much time did you really take to decide before adding that major on? Because I know you said you got input from the teachers.
2: I also talked to my family and my friends about it too. And you know they were like, "Dude, you're gonna be there forever." Da da da. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know that doesn't bother me as much because like the real world is scary. I don't know if I I'm already be out there. I already <laughs> don't know what I'm doing.
0: Might as well not know what I'm doing for two majors at once.
2: Give me a second to figure it out, guys. Come on. Um, But yeah, so I talked to my friends and my family about it. And they were like, you know what? Just try it. And if you don't like it, just keep it as your elective. And I'm like, you know, that sounds like a plan. And, you know, I went and I talked to my advisor. And they, they showed me an entire list. Of like corresponding. So, so like they had
0: the information like right there, yeah. like they like they get mm-hmm. the question often.
2: Well, anybody can go and look it up like you would just look up your degree plan and then anything that is a minor, you could also major in and it would be correlated with all your classes. So if you go on, you look up like, let's say your major is Broadcast Con, like you go up, and look at all the classes you've done. And if they correspond with any of the other classes, those classes are already done. You don't have to retake them. So then what you would have left is just the remainder of the rest of the course. So as soon as you figure out, okay, I definitely want to do this major. And then you're like, what would pair well with this? Like advertising is great, but there's a bunch of options that they have that you can look through and kind of see. And so I just decided to go with the one that had the least amount of classes left. And so like I think I had like 12 hours maybe to finish with my PR degree and I had like maybe 13 to finish with my broadcast, I want to say. And then I also decided to do my digital media certification. And that kind of works the same way where, you know, you're able to see correlating classes and kind of like take those. It's like a two for one gig. Like you take one class, but hey, you're also getting your degree and your certification and all this other stuff with
0: it. Make sure you need to select the right class. Yeah, yep. so
2: you do need to do a little bit of research before you kind of get into that. Or just make, make the advice of the research. Yeah, yeah, you know, or just, you know, ask your ask your friends and ask other people who are kind of doing it and see what they say about it. Because, you know, there was one point when I was taking 18 hours a semester and I was living on campus and I was dead. I would basically sleep here, but that's a lot of hours. And, you know, if you don't want to do those kind of hours, Maybe the double major isn't for you. But if you don't mind spending time at school and, you know, taking your time and taking 12 hours a semester, you may graduate a little later. But I do think, you know, you can still get it done and still have all the experience and stuff.
0: So I I kind of wanted to touch on that next. And how, how much extra time did it like add on to your degree plan after you became a double major?
2: So COVID set me back a little bit. And then, you know, when I had switched over, I had lost a few credits when I had switched from Corpus to UTA. But really, it only put me back a semester.
0: And do you, would you say that the, the transfer slash COVID had more of an impact than the double major? Or do you think most of that came from the double major?
2: I feel like COVID definitely had a huge part to do with it. Because like I was saying before, like I was doing 18 hours and had a 4.0. I was chilling. And then COVID hit. And every time I'd get on Premiere Pro onto my MacBook Air. And every time I get on an audition, my stuff would crash. And I would just like, have a meltdown and lose my mind
0: so COVID obviously set you back yeah what, what we're discussing but did the double major have any effect then well i actually well, just
1: before I, ha- I actually have kind of a list of classes we have uh one two three four five six six classes that are the same in broadcasting and public relations yeah and all of the other ones can count towards your electives in broadcasting yeah. and yep. all of your broadcast classes can count towards your electives in pr so really you're not losing a lot of time and exactly. and you're gaining more experience with everything uh, that you have to take.
2: So that process of doing what you did, like just mapping everything out, matching it up with my certification and my double major knocked out so many classes yeah. that I would have to take otherwise without getting the double credit. You know what I mean? And I'm getting extra experience. I was able to, you know, to talk to other people about it. And they're like, no dude, like, do it, finish it, like just get the degree, like it'll help you for sure. And so I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna trudge through it and do my best. And right now I'm taking 15 hours and I'm not gonna lie, like coming out of COVID and going back into class because now I commute when before I, I lived on campus. And so now the hour drive here really takes it out of me, but that definitely has a factor with my hours and that kind of thing.
1: 15 credits is, is it's manageable. Uh, obviously, if you have a full-time job or you're a part-time job, it's it's, oh, it's a hard. lot rougher. Just don't fall in love with your pillow, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, you, you have to be really.
2: very motivated. I feel like to do a full-time job and 15 hours because I had a part-time job and I could barely handle it. Like it was just, it was a lot. <laughs> L-
0: lots, of, lots of motivation, lots of caffeine. So I guess the kind of next logical place to go is that if you didn't lose a whole lot of time with the majors, because as Danny pointed out a whole lot correlate like automatically, it's a lot
2: of classes.
0: And then your electives take on a big chunk of the ones that don't correlate. Did the amount of workload increase based on the classes? Cause you can't, you you're locked into the PR classes at that mm-hmm. point. You yeah. can't take, uh you know, the, the gimme classes, the easy classes like I'm doing mm-hmm. right now. Right. Was that an extra burden?
2: So it, The upper level classes, I mean, it's just like anything and they're going to be tougher the further you go along. You know what I mean? Because you're you're gaining knowledge and they expect you to have a basis for everything. So it's not something that you can just because I know a lot of us, especially being in school, you get used to this cramming and then forgetting. You know what I mean? Uh, I I have
0: absolutely no idea what you mean. (laughs) Never done it once in my life. I remember everything.
2: Wow. Well, you were a different breed than me then. <laughs> Sorry. What was
0: that, Danny? No, no, no. It was no, just. Uh, you might have said something. I didn't quite catch that. I, 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 that. It I, I just maybe louder I, for the people in the back. I, I have no
1: <laughs> idea what cramming is. I mean, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Danny
0: too. Yeah. Never done yeah, it. I've, I've
1: studied throughout the school year and I've remembered every single thing that I've, I've learned since sixth grade.
2: My Texas
0: history class. I'm taking. For, I did not make a, a study guide the night before. <laughs> cram all the facts in my head take the test and now couldn't tell you a single fact about it that absolutely did not happen
2: yeah i definitely didn't say i did that earlier with both of my majors you, you, not good
1: i mean it's, it's not good but it's kind of something that you have to do especially with classes that you're never going to use it's uh, practical yeah okay, exactly like i don't recommend this in a class that you are going to use for your future career but I if, I mean, if you're taking an English class or you're taking a history class that you don't really need for your career, if you're interested in it, go ahead. But if you're not right. really, I mean, studying the night before works for some of us. I I certainly do it most of my most of my classes. <laughs> the,
0: the philosophy do do? between uh, buying an education and buying a degree. It's, oh, it's, it's
1: I mean, when I first got here and I was like, OK, I can do this major, I can do this major. I, I ended up having an idea of maybe I can triple major. And I was like, okay, let's calm this, down. Maybe, let's maybe, maybe. Down. Hold on, hold on. Ring uh, it in a little bit. <laughs> let's really doubt. No, but and, and then I was like, you know what? Instead of double majoring and triple majoring, instead of all that stuff, how about I start taking some of the classes that I can take that just I think would help me? And that's how I ended up a possible art minor. I'm considering an art minor if I have enough time. And there's a lot of photography classes. There's a lot of videography classes. There's a lot of those kind of type of things. And I'm like, I am going to use those in the future. Or if anything else, learning photography is going to be helpful for me just personally. I mean, mm-hmm. my friends like me, like me to take their pictures and stuff like that. When you have that opportunity to take classes that are going to help you that you just want to take because you think you're going to use them eventually, it takes a lot of stress off the back. I mean, it's not going to be like, you're going to, I have to study this because I have to study this. I have to yeah. study this because I want to study it
0: and you have to study this because at the end of the day you still need the hours you're going to you and so may as well make the hours something you enjoy and and you're paying for it i
2: mean
1: if anything i don't i don't get that whenever you like you you pay five thousand dollars a semester and then you don't go to class that's my
2: biggest thing too i gotta say that's probably one of my biggest because like i i paid for school out of pocket and you know like yeah Danny
0: over here getting paid to go to school. Yeah, exactly. That was just complaining. So,
2: I mean, to me, like, if I skip class or like whatever, like, it's just wasting my money. Like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? I'd much rather, like, what, like, when I'm going to my classes now, like, I am there, unless I am dying at home with COVID. (laughs) Like, I am in that class, trying my best to retain that information because at the end of the day, I'm paying for it. And, you know, not only am I paying for it, hopefully I can apply what I'm learning outside of this and maybe it'll better myself.
1: If you're, if you're paying for school out of pocket, then you have to go to classes because, I mean, it's your money that's being wasted. If you're paying for school through your parents, then you have to go to class because it's your parents' money that's being wasted. If you're paying through school with FAFSA money, and you still have to go to class because those are your taxes that are being wasted so anyway you have to go to class yeah, don't, just agreed. don't don't waste money you, even if it's not yours
0: don't don't waste money why why would you yeah
2: <laughs> why would you
0: it's hard sometimes to get up in the morning have you ever had taken an eight o'clock <laughs> oh my class gosh.
2: but the cool thing I is i haven't i
0: took a nine o'clock class and that that was terrible
2: i'm taking one right now it's garbage
0: okay that's
1: another thing that you guys can do if you go to my map and there's a schedule planner and all that stuff you can add breaks of times when you absolutely don't want to take classes. Yep.
0: I got two on mine. One's called sleep, and one's also called sleep. Exactly <laughs> the two. Uh, yeah, 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 I have the same exact thing. It's like
1: from eight to ten, I do not want to take any classes at all. Don't wait. No, I had to take one this semester because that's like that's the only time that Sometimes they offer this it gets class
2: like that. Like yeah. you, it's yeah. it's only given at certain times. And like once you get this far into your major, for double majoring or just regular majoring, <laughs> yeah. Um, There's really nothing you can do once you get to this point, because I feel like those teachers and those classes are allotted and you either take them or you don't get the credit. Real
0: real world example, there is one corporate video class. Yeah. Yeah, just one. And it is from two to like five o'clock on Fridays, yeah. and so I had to enroll in the corporate video class from two to five because if I didn't, I can't take the class. It's the only one where it's offered. The other one is uh, electronic news, and that's
1: actually a bottleneck class where you can take a lot of classes if you don't take <laughs> if you don't take electronic news. Uh, but electronic news is only offered nine a.m. to ten a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I had to take electronic news nine a.m. to ten a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Not my
0: my preferred decision, but I mean what you got to do you see and the majors know that that's the case yeah. so when you they would never schedule classes like that during the same time because yeah. uh, they know like corporate video gets 2 to 5 and so you they will never have a class where it's uh one like only offered one time during the semester and they they won't make it like from Monday Wednesday Friday for a, like 2 to 3 because mm-hmm. that would conflict with corporate video they they know this but when you start mixing in other majors with it might not be the case have have you run into have you run into any of that
2: um the only thing that i would well yeah um it just really comes down to being organized and like and enrolling early yeah 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 which i never do
0: nope me neither and
2: you know i always have to box with my advisors and be like hey don't forget about me chief (laughs) you you pencil me in and (laughs) help me out here Probably the biggest piece of advice that I would give to anybody is communicate with your teachers. I I think that anytime you have a question, anytime you have a concern, you should definitely let them know who you are and talk to them. Because, you know, like, especially here, I feel like the teachers really do care. And I think that they do listen. And
0: maybe not in like your first two years when you're yeah, getting yeah, all the stuff out but like classes. when you're when you've made it to your major. Yeah,
2: when you've made it to your major, classes. because like, I feel like I have had I've had all of the same teachers at least twice.
0: For a double majors, though, does that go doubly or do you like <laughs> or have you really focused on like, I guess, one major over the other and some of the professors from one of them just kind of fall to the wayside and you haven't built up as much of a. Right. Uh,
2: so um that's actually a really good question, because it's something that I've kind of been thinking about, especially this semester, looking for recommendation letters and that kind of thing, because I think it's kind of nice because I feel like with broadcast, I had to focus so focus solely on. Um, my you know professors in broadcasts, like really buddy buddy up to them, whatever. Now I feel like I can have you know, maybe two broadcast professors get me a letter, two PR professors get me a letter, and I feel like that really rounds out my resume you know what i mean or whatever i need the letters for and that sort of thing
1: exactly especially in what type of scholarships you're applying to if you're applying yeah. to a broadcast scholarship then you have your broadcast broadcast professors if you're applying to a social media scholarship kind of thing then you go to your pr professor so it's it's it gives you a broad range of, of resources that and you that can looks use good
2: too.
0: exactly i mean it's scholarships for when you're in college. And then when you graduate, replace the word scholarship with job application. I could imagine that would transfer over. But is it difficult juggling that many, like, I guess, relationships with the professors at that point? Because it's like, yeah, I know you don't really know me, but I would still like it.
2: Yeah, no, I yeah, (laughs) it is a little difficult. Again, I'd say being organized is probably key. And your email is your best friend. So buddy up to Outlook because that is the best way to communicate with your teachers. You know, it's it's funny because I have like broadcast on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I have all of my PR on Tuesday, Thursday. So that kind of helps me out a little bit.
1: Your email, it's one of your most important tools for your professional career. And I can't tell you how much it annoys me when I received someone's phone. It's like 15,000 unread notifications oh, from Gmail me. or something <laughs> like that. Because the thing about that is like, there's a lot of spam email, of course, but if you don't use that email, what I do is delete it immediately. If I don't, I go through my email every morning, and every night, and it's like, okay, if I don't use this notification, I delete it. If I do use it, I keep it and I archive it. Because so many important emails, so many important scholarships, so many important opportunities are missed between those emails that you, that you never see yeah. because you don't focus on them. So there's just missed in the, in between those things. And once you actually go through email, you're going to find out that an email 4,685 was actually a really good opportunity that you missed because you lost it among the
2: emails. <laughs> I have
0: my notification numbers for my various emails. I got 759 oh for outlook and 2539 for <laughs> Yeah, email. after
2: he started talking I was really afraid to like interject cuz I'm like if you could see my inbox right now like have, it's
0: I'm a, ridiculous. I'm a, I'm an organized messy. I know everything has its <laughs> like place that. but no one else can find it. I have, so, I have 13
2: on like cause I'm I don't just have one email. I have like five. Yeah. You check every morning, and every night, all five, like oh however many there's, emails. Yeah, yeah. Have.
1: And there's this thing both in Outlook. Whoa, and, and so You to show me
2: how you do that. <laughs> it's too much work.
1: There's there's this thing in both in Outlook and in Gmail where when you can just put all your inboxes and all on red and then you can you just go through everything that you that you've gone through. I have 13 notifications, and that's a little too much on my Gmail. And I have one in outlook.
0: I think you're just obsessive, man.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I'm telling you, this is advice that I've got from, from like professional people at Texas Rangers when I was working with them and the professional people here. It's just, and I've had that happen to me before, where it's like so many email notifications that I, that I lost. And so many of them were good opportunities. I had an email from a, from a friend of mine, a doctor in Texas A&M university that was asking me uh, to come work with him for a month in during the, the summer. And he would pay me really good. I lost that email because of because of spam emails that that it got lost between, and I'm Damn, like that, that would have been great money during the summer that wasn't doing anything like it like I had everything planned like I had everything perfect for that it, it aligned except for I missed the email, so I'm like after that I was like okay I need to clean up my email I need to do it. <laughs> it became a financial issue and
0: exactly. put, put down on the financial when it's issue. affecting your money that's what it's like okay this is too it's much
2: losing me it's losing me money you know. No.
0: You find yourself in college. Well, I don't know about that, but you definitely find your financial self in college. <laughs> I will, I will attest to that every time.
2: Yeah, that's true. I live off of cereal, ramen noodles, and coffee. So ramen I mean, ramen noodles are amazing.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, but we were talking about the certificates that communication at UT department offers. Right. And we have two certificates. There is a certificate in digital media and then there's certificate yeah. in professional communication.
0: So that's for the, the communication department, I yes. assume. Yes. So yes, like yes. other other majors of the departments would have their own their, versions yeah. of yeah. the certificates.
1: Yeah. But uh, we're talking about the digital media certificate, which is the one that you're trying to get. Yeah. And I'm going to get two. Uh, it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight classes. That you have to take, and a lot of, cla- of, of those classes are classes that you're already taken as part of your of your degree. So there is digital advertising design. Have you taken that class?
2: I think it's one of my next ones that yeah. I that I'm gonna take. I took there should be like a graphic design on there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I yeah. think I've taken Con like graphics probably. Yeah, There's Communication yeah, yeah. graphics, which is the one that I'm missing so far. Uh, so that's the one that I'm gonna take next year.
2: So I took that one with yeah Dr. Horton, and um it was. You know, I enjoyed his com theory class and, um, he's, he's an interesting guy. His classes are a little on the difficult side, but he's a really good teacher. And in that class, I felt like I just took away a lot. And that was kind of like the, cause I had started my certification before I even thought about my double major. And so because I was like, Oh wow, like these look like they could correlate. These look like they go together. And that class, it was. Like I found it super helpful because, you know, now I'm proficient on Illustrator. Resume and, words, yeah. <laughs> quoting my resume right now.
0: She hasn't mastered it, but proficient. <laughs> we're not, proficient. We're not
2: mastered, but uh, we're we're moving along on it. Yeah, it definitely
0: um, gets you exposure to Illustrator, though. Yeah,
2: it does, and like you get to work with platforms like Adobe Photoshop and InDesign, and there's several others. There's like six of them that we worked on in there. And now I'm able to put those on my resume and I feel pretty, you know, efficient on them and like I can move around on them. And, you know, anytime I've brought it up to a possible employer or somebody, they've always been like, oh, wow, like you're you know how to work all of these. And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I do know where
0: the pin tool is. (laughs) Top left corner.
2: I do know how to save and make a file, (laughs) how to transport it and all that. It's kind of stuff
1: the lies the lies the
2: yeah right <laughs> just throwing a uh, jargon at them i i really do feel like it's like if you don't want to double major if you don't want to get your minor i feel like that's another great way to take a few classes that could possibly correlate or help with your major and would look on your resume as well like i i'm always the biggest bang for your buck kind of gal cuz you know i'm wanting to do the most amount with the least amount of work <laughs> well so. see
0: i only have i have limited bucks so you gotta get. The
2: yeah bucks. yeah i'm the same way <laughs> and because at uta we have this really cool thing where i believe it's you take over 12 hours they're free
0: everything else is free Yep. yeah
2: so go-getters like myself like to overload their schedule
0: 32 hours in one semester i won't i won't i won't settle for less
2: i will get my bang for my buck imagine getting
0: an entire college degree in one semester that (laughs) would be you can't you you can't there's no way first of all you have to get your basics out you'd have to have your basic there's there's a lot of reasons why that wouldn't work the, the workload just being one of them we we're not even going to entertain that
1: you know i feel like the first couple semesters that i was taking it was just it was just <laughs> basically me being kind of like i was trying to be as productive as possible with yeah. limited bucks so so i was <laughs> taking 19 credits a, a semester and i was like okay i'm going to finish my degree less than four semesters but then I was like wait a minute that's not actually possible <laughs> so so you you have to chill a little bit uh don't I wouldn't recommend taking Overloading 19 credits yourself. yeah don't do I, that. I wouldn't recommend taking 19 credits as a semester uh take as much as you can buy and you can actually learn some things instead of just cramming the night before like I Especially did Especially
2: if you're a young lad like if a you're, if you're a lad, just, just a young pup coming into college like do not take 18 hours your first semester, you were not ready for that. That was not you me. Are.
0: You you have no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> but on the flip side, you're a lot more motivated at the beginning of your college career than you are at your end.
2: See, there is that, but I also like me, I was just like a, a scared little little thing walking into college, and I'm like, oh gosh, you know, there's like 20 buildings and I don't know where you know what I mean? Like you're just so overwhelmed. So why add the stressor of extra classes when you don't even know what's going on or when you're going to get your next meal you know think what it's, i'm saying I think, <laughs> I, think it's
1: a, I think it's a lot of that kind of thing where like i don't really know how many classes is too many classes you know that's what that's what happened to me like i was like 19 credits yeah that sounds good you know 19 hours a week and then they were like oh yeah no that's not what it means uh, if,
0: if, if you think about it like when you're coming out of like high school you're okay. used to like Eight to to three, we'll just do very generic right. here. Eight, like you're used to eight to three, and that's like your entire day. In college, you pretty much have a half a day every day compared to that, and it, there's a reason why it is only like a half a day, it's so that you can get the things done for the class after you're outside of class. And when you when you keep piling things on, it. it doesn't work out when you don't have that extra free time
2: i totally agree with that and then one thing to remember especially when you're getting into these later classes is that like one thing that i forgot to take into consideration is the amount of semester projects and group projects that you have to allot time for and take out of your schedule to go and meet these people who also are on constricted time frames and don't have time for anything else but like four hours of sleep and their minimal time that they get to write you know what i mean so
0: still not an excuse for not pulling your weight though
2: that yeah I- exactly oh, don't don't be that person because i'm always the person who has to pull the rest of the weight and you know makes me hate people like that but um, i i do think that once you get into your upper level classes, definitely take into consideration that you may spending you may be spending like more time on these longer projects and on these assignments than you normally would in like your 1200 to whatever classes, you know what I mean?
0: You mentioned, you know, more bang for your buck, you go over 12 hours for full time, and it's Mm -hmm. all free. And it was kind of in relation to getting that extra certificate. Right. Uh, So kind of I think the sweet point that all of three of us have found without discussing this before is that 15 hour mark. Right. You know, it, it does come in handy because when you go for things like the certificate, you do have to take extra classes that are not related to your major. And so you're using either your elective spots on those or it's because you have put yourself to graduate ahead of time and you have like maybe one or two credits on one or two classes open on your schedule for you for the, your last semester. And so you can just plug those two in and graduate with both your degree and the certificate. Uh, so that's, I think, really where this comes into play yeah. here.
2: I would say 15 hours is that sweet spot for sure, for sure. Like I'm <laughs> doing that right now and it's, it's a lot, but you know, um, you're having a part time job or anything like that. I think it's a pretty good amount of time. And, you know, I'm a person who, especially right now, wants to take time on my work and make sure that it is a good product. Like these are things. Cause like a, a lot of times when I talk to my professors, they're like, no, like if you don't have experience, like put your work on your resume. So I, I really think it's important to put your best foot forward on these important projects and like, cause will have you like reach out to like brands and companies and write these ad campaigns and do all this crazy stuff and that stuff that you can put on your resume in the future. So I think taking time to really do those and invest in that kind of work not only shows you, hey, I do like to do this and this is something that I could be good at in the future. But it'd be, you know, hey, Mr. Employer, look at all this work that I've done. And isn't it awesome? And aren't I really cool? (laughs)
0: And that translates more to more than just uh, like physically showing them video and stuff for communication majors. That Like Mm -hmm. any major, if you can show that, hey, yes, I have done work with like if you're a nursing major, I I went and did work with this nursing home. Or if you're an engineering major, it's like, yes, I do know how to do that math. Uh, if you give me a short test, I could still do it because I know how to do it and it goes on your resume that you know how to do it. We're all broadcast majors here in the studio, so that is our go-to example. Right. It is not just exclusively for broadcast though. These things, these skills that you pick up even before you get your degree can go on the resume as well as long as you uh put it there uh correctly. You you, you don't just say I'm good at math. You would say, "Yes, I'm I'm familiar with how to work these types of equations." I see I that's the I thing like about math, broadcast that's the thing about broadcast is that i don't know any any higher math than calculus that's as far as my mind can even go like yeah. what even comes after that I don't, I don't think i even get to calculus i don't know i don't think i did either i think
2: i stopped at stats and i was like that's enough no that don't for don't
0: get me wrong i don't know how to do calculus i just know it exists i don't <laughs> know <laughs> of any harder math than calculus that exists i'm sure there's 50 million out there but right. my brain can't even comprehend it
2: yeah if you're a not, if you're not a fan of science and not a fan of uh, math, I would say the cotton department is the way to go
0: at least the bachelors of arts if yeah, nothing yeah, else yeah
2: there's a little bit, but you know a doable amount it's not too bad
0: I would say I'm a fan of science I just not enough to actually put in
1: all that work to get a degree
0: into it
2: especially not here oh my god
0: science has a lot of red tape attached to it it's like i know what i know why do i have to write it down no exactly i i guess i guess that's an organization thing for me i don't know i always hate the part where they were like
1: show your work i'm like i did the work i don't have to show you the work (laughs) there's the answer
0: be happy with that uh digress back to the uh, certification so oh, yeah. are you confident in the I, I guess this is like getting really to the heart of the matter cutting right. through the fat getting to the meat how whatever however you would like to say it are you confident that the certificate that you're going for will help you in your ultimate goal as far as college is concerned of finding a career I and, really, and even what is your final goal
2: So like the, we haven't good, even touched on that yeah, yet Yeah two but. two good questions um for the first one yeah like Honestly, those little certification courses, I feel like also kind of highlight, hey, am I good at this? Is this something that I want to do? Or hey, do I suck at it and do I hate it? You know what I mean? And for me, it really did do that. And like I saw areas where, saying, like I could see how this could be really helpful in this, this, and this for PR, for this, this, and this in broadcast. Or I see how these two go together. You know what I mean? For me, it was more of like a connector thing. Like it really like highlighted, hey, this is kind of what I need to work on for my major. And this is a great skill set to have if I don't already have it. And it's something to work on if I'm not at it to build upon that and get better and, you know, know how to progress. from there. But I do think that the certification kind of gives you it's not going to be like an in-depth thing. It's not like a major. It's not like a minor, like it's a little bit less than that, but I feel like it does give you the skill set to really see, you know, is this what I want to do? And do I want to continue doing it and take steps to find maybe a major or something else that will progress me forward? Or do I just want to buy the applications and keep using them and mess around on them to see if that's what's going to work?
0: At the end of the day, your resume is 11 and a half inches long. yeah, And every part of that should have something meaningful to it. So, exactly. so these certifications, these extra majors, things of that nature—all of them are talking points. So, right. if their employer asks about any of these talking points, you have all of these classes you can point back to and say, "Yes, did this for that, did this for that," and uh, show them, "Hey, you know, I I can do this work because I've done the work before." All right. So, just coming in and closing it all up. This entire topic, you. Said that you wanted to uh, you, you you wanted to look for more options because you were unsure if a broadcast degree mm-hmm. could get you where you wanted to go. Right, and we won't stress you out and ask where you want to <laughs> go. But you kind of figured out broadcast might not get you there, but right. you're already too far into the broadcast degree to just turn your back on altogether. And so uh, you sent a net out there to see what you could uh, see what you could get, and the idea of double major popped up. And so you. You kind of discerned about that and uh, decided, yeah, we're going to we're going to do a double major that might help me to where I need to go. Right. And it sounds like even that you weren't 100 percent sure was where you wanted to go. So you added the certificate as well. (laughs) How secure do you feel now that you did the double major and the certificate (laughs) for when you graduate? Oh, man. Like, do you look at it and say there's like this is for for sure? Yeah, I I am where I, I am where I want to be or. Are you still looking at it and thinking, man, college might not be exactly what I thought it was?
2: See, it, yeah, that is, that is the greatest question I've heard. Um, <laughs> so like at, in the beginning, I was definitely, you know, questioning it because I was just so concerned. And I just feel like the broader your spectrum, the more you can do because you're finding out more of the jobs that are out there. And even after, cause I, I was still a little bit on the fence, like, oh gosh, like, what am I doing? You know, like, is this going to be enough? Am I doing too much? Whatever. And after our calm day, which is, you know, a day where all of the communications department majors go we and just have
0: a little powwow, you know?
2: Yeah. Just a little powwow with
0: no communication classes yeah. that day. It's just a day off.
2: And like, you get to go and you get to talk with all these businesses and, you know, representatives of these agencies and that kind of thing. And, you know, I asked, oh, like, I, I made it a point to go and network with all of them. So I'm like, I need to work on. And so I went and I talked to all of them and I was like, so my I'm double. I told them my whole situation and I was like, so what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's something that, you know, I would mainly have to use my skills in one major or both or my certification as well? And they were like, oh, my God, they were like, you can do whatever you want with that. And I was like, whatever I want. Queen
0: of England's on the table.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, well, like telling me all of the. You know, areas that I could work in or move up or move to the side and just kind of just move all around and do whatever I wanted with it. And they were like, it just depends on where you want to go. And I'm like, so the world is my ocean. Okay. (laughs) Like, and after I got that feedback and getting feedback from my professors, because I feel like until you get that feedback, you're really not going to know. Or until you find a job or until you know, get in that area, like you're constantly going to be questioning yourself until you really like, get in that area where you're like, okay, these are professionals telling me that this is going to work. These are professors telling me that it's going to work. And they've all had experience in these areas. That's what really kind of resonated with me and letting me know that I'm making the right decision. And on top of that, like, I feel like I really enjoy all my classes at this point, which tells me that I probably am in the, in the right major. You and did something that, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that hopefully I'm going to enjoy my profession outside of this. My advice would be to definitely talk to your professional, Professors, talk to professionals, like ask the people who are in the industry because those are the people that know, you know, and those are the people who are going to help you. So, that's my take.
0: on it. Before we close it off, I wanted to give a big thank you to Wesley. She was very sweet for coming in, dedicating the two hours to come and talk to us about double major. Once again, just want to reiterate, there is no correct way of doing college. It's uh, it, it's really up to you. I would say the only incorrect way of doing it is to drag out a degree and then not get it and then just leave. And so you you're down yeah. with the time investment and the money. But other than that, th- there's a lot of ways to get to Rome, as Danny has said before. Uh, you, destinations there. Just got to keep calm and keep going, I guess.